0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the episode 104 of Solid Saturday. Our today's guest, Minter Dial, is a professional speaker, elevator, and a multiple award-winning author specialized in leadership, branding, and transformation. An agent of change, he is a three-time entrepreneur who has exercised 12 different meteors and moved country 15 times. Minter's core career stint of 16 years was spent as a top executive at L'Oreal, where he was a member of the worldwide executive committee for the professional products division. He is author of the award-winning WWI story, the last ring home documentary film and biographical book 2016, as well as two prize-winning business books, Future Proof 2017 and Artificial Empathy 2019. His latest book on leadership, You Lead, How Being Yourself Makes You a Better Leader, Cogan Page came out in January 2021. He has been host of the Minter Dialogue weekly podcast since 2010. And he is passionate about the Grateful Dead, Pedal Tennis, Languages and Generating Meaningful Conversations. If you would like to learn more about him, just visit at mdial or minterdial.com. Wow, this sounds like an amazing career journey. So let's just welcome him and hear more about his career journey. How did he find his areas of interest and managing to lead that? Hey, hi, Minter. Very happy to have you on the show and really appreciate all your time and consideration being on the show. It's
1: my pleasure, Lisa. Thank you for inviting me on.
0: Thank you so much. It is totally my pleasure because uh, we are talking a lot more about solid leadership and your profile is a lot more aligned to you know, transformational leadership and branding. So I think you are the perfect guest and I'm looking forward to this episode. So to begin with, we have a general segment which is more about exploring how one can find their passion or the interest. So how did you find your areas of interest in leadership, branding and transformation and what motivates you where you are today?
1: So I... I- I think part of how I landed on leadership, branding and transformation is, first of all, all about the people. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, when you're leading people, what motivates them, when you're the captain of a team, of sports, how mm-hmm. do you get people, you know, up after a defeat? And, and then, from a branding standpoint, the thing that really got me was trying to bring meaningfulness and sense into what you're doing at the job mm-hmm. so that you know why you're getting up and working hard and then what your team, why they're going to be motivated. And then the transformation piece is basically, Well, I, I take a, a quote from my mentor, a guy called Sam Via. He said, Hey, mentor, you know, change is for sure. Mm. Growth, growth is the option. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. 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 Very true. And thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Moving towards our next segment, which is more about questions from the audience. And the first question that we have is, what are the challenges of transformational leadership?
1: Right. Well, this is a big question. And the answer, first of all, is that the biggest challenge is the amount of choice that one has. And when you're facing trying to transform a team or a company, you have so many areas that might need work on. You have so many technologies that you can choose from. Mm -hmm. And, and today the issue therefore becomes about your strategy. Mm -hmm. So here, the point is, do you have a clear strategy? Mm -hmm. And Lisa, if you can believe it in a lot of the work that I continue to do, and even in my past Mm -hmm. working in, you know, reputable big companies The fact is very few people really have a strong idea of what strategy is all about. Mm -hmm. Even if they do, the second challenge Mm
0: -hmm. is
1: then communicating that strategy Mm -hmm. in a way that everybody understands it. Mm
0: Because if
1: you went to a big business school, but everybody else who works for you didn't go to a business school, you need to make sure you're speaking the language that they understand. And, And I think a lot of leaders end up with shortcuts. They end up with big egos and mm-hmm. they, don't ha- they don't spend the time to mm-hmm. translate their strategy into the organization. Then ultimately, of course, what you want behind the strategy is to transform the organization in the pursuit of your strategy. Mm-hmm. And that's the key point, is that you can figure out how to organize and architect your strategy in such a way that the, the rest of the whole company follows in, along the right, path Mm -hmm. and you make the right choices. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really the hardest thing. And ultimately, uh, the reality is uh, when you want to do transformation, Mm -hmm. you need to model the behavior. Mm -hmm. So if you want your team to be more empathic, for example, one of my favorite Mm -hmm. topics, or more humble Mm -hmm. with regard to customers, well, you as the leader Mm -hmm. need to know how to exhibit more humility Mm -hmm. and be empathic within your company because a lot of times we get sort of excited about how we're going to sell more to the customer Mm -hmm. but you you need to have a congruent internal culture Mm. that's going to help you exercise and realize if you will the feeling in the hands or eyes and hearts of your customers so there's some of the biggest challenges of transformational leadership
0: wow so it like two points, actually, I would like to discuss more here. Like, you know, when we think about strategies, right, effective strategies at the leadership level, how does uh, one can achieve that actually when they're learning or getting into that leadership roles? Uh, is it just a matter of practice or uh, how one can have that, you know, habit to build, like, you know, come up with a good strategy?
1: For the right. So, yeah, well, here, here's maybe part of the issue. It depends where you are in the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Because at some level, if you're a middle manager and you have Mm -hmm. a team and a business responsibility, you still need to fit in with the overall strategy of your CEO. Mm -hmm. And and there the challenge can be figuring out what on earth their Mm -hmm. strategy is. And then once you, let's say it's been defined, Mm -hmm. then your role is to see how your business Mm-hmm. can fit in with that strategy. Mm-hmm. The beauty of that idea is then that you are likely to get resources because you are fulfilling what the CEO has mandated mm-hmm. as a strategy of the company. And then once you've got that sort of a grip on that, how the, the that what you're doing strategically fits into the overall corporate mm-hmm. strategy, then it's about choosing the right resources, people, mm-hmm. products, and so on, to satisfy that strategy. Mm-hmm. So uh, really, the, the, I think if you can zone in mm-hmm. on the overall strategy and figure out how you're going to correspond to that, mm-hmm. then you're going to have luck or better chance, if you will, you know, vying for the resources within your, within your team. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think probably experience helps because it's very easy to go with the wind and and the issue is there is that you're not you don't have a backbone. Mm-hmm. Just going with what everyone says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to do, but the reality is strategy means knowing how to say no. Yep.
0: Yeah. Certain important. things. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing. And one more important aspect that you mentioned while answering this question is that you know communicating. Uh, or messaging that strategy to the people, which is a very important skill as well, along with developing a strategy strategy. So we are coming to the second question, which is more or about, you know, when it comes to communicating or messaging your strategy, it comes down to the branding. So why personal branding is important for leadership?
1: So I just wanted Alicia to add one other piece, which is about mm-hmm. storytelling. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the one of the great skills of leaders when they are telling these, you know, let's say the strategic imperatives, mm-hmm. add in some personal stories, make it personal. Mm-hmm. So listen, you know, Lisha and your team, this is what we're doing. And this is why it's important to me, mentor your boss. That's, I'm saying, you know, role-playing in that respect and, mm-hmm. and bring in some story. Th- the reason why this is important to me is because in my history, in my personal past, this has mm-hmm. happened Make it personal. So maybe a good sort of sequitur to Mm. the next question, which is why is personal branding important? Well, at, at a very granular level, personal branding allows people to understand who they are. If it's done well, it's allowing individuals in a corporate environment to express who they are. And if you allow your team members Mm-hmm. to know themselves better, mm-hmm. that's going to make them much more fulfilled mm-hmm. outside of work in the rest of their lives. Yeah. And so that's the, that's a pretty big present to give if you allow that to happen. Of course, a lot of times people get, well, I'm going to get worried that if I have a person who's a big Twitter fan or yeah. you know, bigger tweet, big on Twitter or YouTube, TikTok, whatever, then they're going to be bigger than me. Well, you need to take off your ego hat. Uh-huh. And think about how uh, allowing people to grow actually is your biggest gift. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so what if Lisha has a bigger following than I do? Mm. If she is in my team, I'm going to want her to grow that. And, and then the, the, the thing to let, be aware of is let go. Mm-hmm. Try not to control Leisha by saying, you can't say this, or you can only do that. You realize you're working for this company. Uh-huh. It, the, it, it, the better thing is to allow people to be adults and, and to give them the freedoms because they don't want to yeah. screw up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and afterwards, personal branding, we, we, in whatever business we do, it's not about business to business. It's about people to people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you,
1: the there's the people that create mm-hmm. these experiences, mm-hmm. and so don't it, the the more you think the the opposite of personal branding is institutional branding, mm. and if everybody operates as institutions, well, you're going to get institutionalized. You know, it's really it's it's a, a set. It's it's too clean. It doesn't have any humanity to it. it doesn't smell mm-hmm. like real people, and so. The, the whole challenge with personal branding is allowing people to be themselves and yet, of course, uh, feel a part belonging to the mm-hmm. corporation for which they're working.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like a very uh, you know, clear answers. Actually, I can see like, you know, very clarity on the thought process that you are building, like, you know, and that is a true sign of a leadership as well. When you are clear on your thought process and you can communicate that. And that is one of the important aspects when it comes to the leadership. And that I can see in you, actually, the way you are coming up with your answers. So thank you so much for sharing it. And no, let forward. me just say
1: one more thing, lisha yeah. is that when you don't need to read, when, I, when well, something I really practice, you know, we could share the questions and I could mm-hmm. write down the answers and I could write down what I'm supposed to say. But I don't do that because what I want to do is have it come from my gut. I want it to be as instinctual and as a part of me so that when you're listening, someone's listening to me, it's not like I'm reading off a Mm. script. Yes, yes. I've integrated it. I'm embodying it. And I think that's a really key point.
0: Yeah. And sometimes natural conversations are good as well to connect with the people Mm. more. Uh, That's why I also don't collect the answers beforehand, even though I give the shortlisted questions or the layout, I don't collect the answers because I would like to be impromptu, whatever uh, Mm -hmm. answers. And if I'm not able to, then I have to work on it, right? So because it is very, very important that you can be impromptu as well uh, while communicating Mm -hmm. to the other person and respond to their answers. Yeah. So that is also a skill, actually. Uh, so that is, I'm still learning, but yeah, uh, so far it's going good. So thank you so much for sharing. And we have kind of a relaxation segment now, which is kind of fun segment. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you three keywords, which are more or associated with your profile or the career. And you have to tell me whatever comes to your mind. So it can be an abstract content, like you know abstract definition, or it can be a replacement keyword or, uh, anything that you know creatively, you think about. So it's more or about being impromptu as well. So whatever comes to your mind, you have to just share. So are you ready for that?
1: And this, well, this is without a shot of tequila.
0: <laughs> yeah, without a shot of tequila because we are virtual. Otherwise, would don't. start. <laughs> <dying. Which>, start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would not start because I want to influence the young people. So I would not influence them on the.
1: That's a good point. Um,
0: I would not divert their attention from you know uh, from the effective communication <laughs> to something else. But yeah. Um, so the first keyword that we have is forecast.
1: Hmm. Difficult future.
0: Oh wow! Why do you see it is as a difficult future?
1: Well, I think forecasting is a a thing that a lot of businesses always want to do. They often architect one year, three year, five year plans, <laughs> and in today's changing world, I think it's a little bit difficult to think of three, five years out. I think having a little bit more of agility, Mm -hmm. a little bit more flexibility in Mm -hmm. the way you budget and forecast, of course you need to plan uh, because you you need to, you know, you're going to schedule something with a distributor or you have a three year development of a car or whatever you're, you're building. However, uh, I think forecasting today is extremely difficult, and I think that the future looks more difficult. Mm-hmm. So, if I were forecasting, I'd be planning for darker clouds than I would then for
0: sunshine. Wow, that's amazing! And uh, second keyword that we have is writing. Love it! Wow, I saw actually a couple of your blogs. I went through that, and. Uh, Third
1: keyword that we have is speaking. It's a art form. Mm, yeah, very true. And I, I think when I, 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 I learned how to speak when I was at school and I uh-huh. loved doing theater.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And in the art of theater, you have to know how to express yourself yeah uh, to a wide audience so enunciating the words that come out of your mouth mm-hmm. learning how to change the pitch <laughs> and yeah. and therefore tell stories and and so speaking is something that you must practice yes, in yes. order to get good at it isn't something that just comes naturally necessarily you really have to learn it
0: yeah but you did a lot of public appearances and the media appearances so you are really very good at it I'm still learning actually. I'm trying to get on the TD TD space. And twice I submitted, uh, but they did not reach out. And then finally I got into the like, you know, coach front. And I just wa- I just got to know that it is kind of a business, you know, the, like uh, people mentor you to get on the TD stage, TDX talk, like you know, uh, they charge like six thousand to seven thousand dollars to train you. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, why can't I train myself?
1: (laughs) Well, you can, uh, but it it takes a
0: lot of studying. There's no shortcuts for learning how to speak. But I'm trying to get because that is my next target, actually, to get on the Mm TEDx stage and uh, at least first go with the virtual and the second one will be like in person on the stage. Mm -hmm. So let's see. (laughs) Do it. I will definitely uh, reach out to you if I need any advice. So thank you so much. And we have a next segment, which is more or about, you know, a little bit n- knowing you more. So exploring your career work or volunteering. And you have you have such a huge experience. So you have not limited your uh, areas of expertise, like, you know, only towards the entrepreneurship side of something. Like you gave your hands in the podcasting, you write, and then you do the public speaking as well. So uh, when I came across your blog, actually, how to make purpose come alive and avoid all the eye rolling, would you like to share more about it uh, with the audience as well, so that they will know more what you would like to tell from that particular, what kind of a message you would like to share?
1: So Lisha, here's what I will say is that for the first 30 years of my life, I was probably more doing what I thought I should do. Mm-hmm. or what society was informing me to do and and it took having a pretty spectacular experience not necessarily positive i can add to to change my way and to get focused on what life is all about so mm-hmm. i ended up crafting my own purpose mm-hmm. minter's purpose and and that purpose i'm going to tell you it because that way it's it's very concrete Mm -hmm. It is to elegantly elevate the debate Mm -hmm. and connect dots, people, and ideas. So when I say that, and I then tell you that I loved to uh, do a film about Mm -hmm. love, courage, and honor, which is the film I did on the Second World War. When I do a podcast, and Mm -hmm. I've done 600 episodes connecting people, Mm-hmm. and i I write my blogs trying to connect dots and ideas mm-hmm. with my with my books there is a link you know talking going back to that strategic component there mm-hmm. is a link pretty much with everything I do towards my own personal purpose mm-hmm. and and somehow hopefully by in what I'm saying how I'm saying it it feels like there's no eye rolling going on because mm-hmm. I I live my purpose Uh and something that a lot of brands and entrepreneurs might do is say, well, I've got a purpose, but they don't actually walk the talk. Mm. And so it's really important, especially if you're in a company Uh to to start thinking about what is your purpose and am I achieving my purpose in the company or the startup Mm. that I'm in, in whatever I'm doing and link that up. Sometimes it, it it can exist, but you need to explicitly, intentionally think mm-hmm. about that link so that w- even when it's really difficult and, and you're tired and you're pissed <laughs> off or you're grumpy. Yeah, yeah. You know why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that'll power you through.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's great, actually. And uh, here I would like to just mention to the audience that, you know, uh, please do visit uh, his amazing work. Uh, Mintri is doing amazing work. And uh, uh, if you would like to learn more about him and get guidance or you are looking for the mentorship, just visit his website, uh, minterdial.com and uh, connect with him further as well on the social media platform at Mintadial. So uh, moving towards our next segment, which is more or about, you know, summarizing tips or advice. you already given a lot of things, actually. But here we would like to get some kind of a particular books or courses as well uh, to the audience. Because a lot of audience there out there is like, you know, a uh, young uh, population. So any tips or advice would you like to give to the students or the professionals who are looking to get into... Uh, kind of field you are in because you are a multitasker like you know you are not only uh specific to one areas of expertise even though you talk about a lot more about leadership you have expanded your skills in other space as well so uh what kind of a piece of advice would you like to give to the students and any books uh, that you think value add apart from i know you have wrote a couple of books which we i will already already mentioned but um, Anything that's specific that comes to your mind and you would like to share in this particular segment? All
1: right. So uh, I'm going to, it might sound obvious, but the first thing is uh, do it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which means by start practicing by doing it. Don't just think about, you know, oh, maybe I'm going to make it perfectly and I'm going I'll, to, I'll, I'll get going once I've learned everything. You, you have to learn by doing. And so the mm-hmm. starting point was podcasting. I began podcasting in 2010 and mm-hmm. at the very beginning, you know, I hardly knew what the word podcast meant. Mm-hmm. Today, it's, it's more understood. Ah. And at the time, I was much of a pioneer. So I had to absolutely learn all the ropes by myself, mm-hmm. which meant the audio files, the editing, the distribution mechanisms, and, and all these other things. And, and the me- you know, how do you measure what you're doing? So I, I absolutely think um, it's about doing uh, by learning or learning by doing rather.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, you know, I type, for example, in the old days, you know, people like me, we didn't type, we, we had assistants and secretaries mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, a, I type blindly that's to say I can type about 80 words a minute without mistakes mm-hmm. and that helps. Uh, but I, it's 10 fingers. I do it fully and it's very intentional because I love to write.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: learning, learning to do that. And, um, and then as far as books, are, well, I mean, really, the first thing to say is read,
0: mm-hmm.
1: read and read mm-hmm. and, and don't, you know, sometimes you need to really read full books, not just the pricey or the mm-hmm. short version. Mm-hmm. I, read, I read approximately two to three books a week. I've, wow. I used to read a, a book a day, so I've slowed down, but wow. I, I like to absorb re- books, and, and mm-hmm. there, there are so many good books on leadership. Um, one that comes to mind is um, by David Marquette, mm-hmm. M-A-R-Q-U-E-T. He, he's written several books. He's a Navy uh, submarine commander and, uh, and wrote several books on leadership. I even have a leadership um, reading list on Amazon specific yeah. to leadership. It's still just not, not about my books, but in books on leadership in general. But I read so many, and there are so many great books. The other thing I would do is not forget to read fiction Uh because storytelling is a tremendously important art. Uh And and if you're just reading about efficiency, productivity, effectiveness, Uh you might get bored. Life is more than just about efficiency. And sometimes the art of storytelling, uh, learning about empathy, uh, mm-hmm. by reading characters that are different from you so if you're a guy well you should learn about how women think and mm-hmm. so read books where the heroine is well developed and interesting and mm-hmm. you gain empathy for her perspective mm-hmm. and how she lives and experiences stuff so mm-hmm. reading fiction is the, and so i would I, I would ask to read good fiction because mm-hmm. it's not you know reading trash fiction is fun i suppose but it's not really that powerful For transforming who you are and what you're thinking about. And I have a a few other books that are are less about uh, leadership per se, but I think are really important. And I'm going to mention it, uh, three of them. The first is uh, Being Mortal Mm -hmm. by Atul Gawande. Mm -hmm. Uh, So an Indian doctor in boston and Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because it it really is about learning that we die and if you do Mm -hmm. know that we're how do we're going to die and how we die then you'll be more present in thinking about today Mm -hmm. the second one is by a an english journalist uh and his name is johan Hari, and the book is lost connections wow and Mm -hmm. the point here is um Mm -hmm. we may be as connected as we think we are Mm-hmm. but there's a lot of isolation and disconnectedness mm-hmm. and and it's especially important today when we think about mental health mm-hmm. uh, I, I highly recommend it it's it's a really it's important to get connected with ourselves with nature uh, with with our friends and family and what it's all about uh, I would say and then the last one is um oh and and I, I'm not sure I, I can get the title but it's um Uh, when breath becomes air Mm -hmm. and uh, also by an Indian doctor. Mm -hmm. And it's really um, important to understand our place in the universe and, Mm -hmm. and what it's all about. And, and it's an extremely sad story Mm -hmm. about, uh, about this man who had the ambition to become like the chief doctor in a specific place. Mm -hmm. And then realizes that it's not about the big title, that it's all about. It's your journey along the way.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is really amazing episode, you know, I don't feel like closing it because the way you are communicating, <laughs> I just feel like I keep listening to it. So you are a great communicator and the speaker. I can truly see it and uh, you are truly a leader. So you already talked like, you know, you have several books around the leadership. Uh, one to mention here is how being yourself helps you to be better a leader. So uh, our last segment is around the leadership. So you are truly leading your areas of interest. So what is your leadership style specifically and any specific leader that you always follow or admire and why?
1: Well, I, 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 I hope that I am somebody who is known for walking the talk. Mm. And, and so if I ask my team to do something, I'm prepared to do it myself. Hopefully, I've actually done it already and, mm-hmm. and, and have exhibited uh, a competency for that.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: also somebody who has, I think, over time, developed a good amount of empathy. And um, although I'm certainly not perfect at it, mm-hmm. I've really tried to make listening mm-hmm. my strongest skill, even though I'm a speaker. Mm-hmm. It turns out that listening and observing it, it makes for a much better writer and yeah. speaker. Mm. When you when you know how to see people, you know how to see what's going on and mm-hmm. feel the experiences. And as far as people who have inspired me, or you know, I, I let's say I roll, I look after, I I, I suppose to answer that question, I really ha- should have been very close to them to really see how they work. Because you can read all sorts of people in the press. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't really worked for them and sort of smelled them down to the core, it's uh-huh. hard to really assess them. Uh, if I had to give a name like that, I would say Sir Richard Branson, because mm-hmm. I, I've, I've met him, uh, I think, three times. Mm-hmm. And each time when I spoke to him, he was fully attentive to me. He showed me that he was concentrated on what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And and he he obviously is someone who's thrown his body, his life, and his person into his job. And I think it, 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 is, it speaks to the type of brand that mm-hmm. he's created. I, I'm gonna throw a second person in who's somebody who's the CEO of a advertising agency, number mm-hmm. five company called TBWA. And his name is Nicolas Borda, he's French. Mm-hmm. And, and what I love about him is that he's always very clean. He, he is who he is. You can feel it. You see it. Wow. There's an ele- elegance to the way he is. Mm-hmm. And he also is very present online. And mm-hmm. so at some level, I could call that greater transparency because he's not afraid to express himself.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Those are
1: two, those are two uh, people.
0: It's a very important aspect, actually, you are mentioning, being a transparent, because that is something is very important when we think about trust. And that is one of the important aspect while we talk about leadership, right? So it's very, very important that you know transparency is the major factor. I guess uh, I would like to,
1: I would like to make sure that uh-huh. I have an opinion on that, which is to avoid being, let's say, radically transparent. Uh-huh. This idea of dogma, the uh-huh. idea of going all the way to the end, uh, it's it's actually not a good idea. So. Uh-huh. Just like in life, when you have a spouse, mm-hmm. it, it, having 100% transparency on each other isn't really what it's about. We all have our private space mm-hmm. and even a darker space. Mm-hmm. And the key is, A, that you know it within you. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, it's a, once you have a, a full knowledge of yourself, mm-hmm. it's about exposing the part of you that you wish to expose mm-hmm. and remember one thing Leisha, and i'm sure you would agree that there is beauty in mystery
0: yes that's true <laughs> that is true and i always say that you know it is always uh important that uh, having that uh personal space irrespective of whichever relationship you are in like you know whether it mm. is the friend zone whether it is your parents whether you your sibling bond whether it is your life partner whichever relationship you have uh, it's very, very important not to affect each other's personal space. Sometimes you need that. As you mentioned, um, every person has their individualism and uh, they need that. Actually, if you start jumping onto each other, then it's like, you know, a lot of arguments and the fights. Um,
1: and this, oh, this is, is the key necessary. thing. <laughs> That's the key thing I try to yeah. develop in, in my last book, You Lead, where it's really the, the biggest work mm-hmm. is learning who you are. Yes. And including your imperfections, the shadows, the darker side, Mm -hmm. and and, and coming to embrace that whole self. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you're a fuller human being.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You're not perfect, but you're fuller.
0: Yes, yes, that's true. So Thank you so much, Minter. Uh, this is really very great, insightful episode. I really enjoyed listening to you and hope the audience will enjoy too. So thank you so much for all your time and consideration being on Solid Saturday. Really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure, Alisha. Thank you. All right. So this is all about Minter and the way he's managing to lead her, his areas of expertise in leadership, branding and transformation. Before we close our today's episode, as per our tradition, I'm going to close it with a closure quote from Margaret Mead. And the quote says, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, concerned citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. So on that quote, we are closing today's episode. See you guys in the next episode. Until we meet, happy leading Leslie together. Stay safe. Bye for now.